given very limited formal training or time to plan how to be a monarch. It all sounds like Elizabeth had no chance when she came to power. She had been undermined by her sister, the country was completely split about religion, and to cap it all, her brother Edward's will had declared her illegitimate to rule. Indeed it had. Catholics seized on her illegitimacy, claiming that her cousin, Mary Queen of Scots, had a better claim to the throne, as Elizabeth had been born to a woman later convicted of incest and adultery. More than that, though, the Catholics had never recognised her mother's marriage to Henry and claimed that Elizabeth was a bastard and thus unable to rule. Was she completely alone, then? No, Elizabeth, whilst relatively naive in many matters, was not completely foolish and had been making contact with Mary's advisers during the course of her reign. In particular, she had a lot of contact with Nicholas Heath, the Archbishop of York and Mary's Lord Chancellor. Heath was a fantastic choice for Elizabeth to have as a key supporter, both as a Catholic and an influential figure in the North. He would help unite potentially difficult factions behind Elizabeth. Indeed, it was Heath who announced to the Houses of Commons and Lords that... God, this present morning hath called to his mercy our late sovereign lady, Queen Mary, which hap, as it is most heavy and grievous unto us, so have we no less cause another way to rejoice with praise to Almighty God, for that he hath left unto us a true, lawful, and right inheritress to the crown, which is the Lady Elizabeth, of whose most lawful right and title we need not to doubt. Was it luck or skill that made her accession more acceptable? It seems to me that she didn't have much of a plan. I think it was a bit of both. Elizabeth was lucky that the Archbishop of Canterbury, Cardinal Pole, died less than 12 hours after Mary. He had been a key figure in the restoration of papal authority under Mary's reign and would have been a problem for Elizabeth. Elizabeth had also been clever, though. She positioned herself at Hatfield in the weeks leading up to Mary's death. This placed her far enough away from London to not be a threat, but close enough to take advantage when Mary died. This way, she was likely to avoid problems of someone else claiming the throne, as Lady Jane Grey had tried to do to Mary. When she arrived on November 28th into London, sources from the time tell us she was welcomed by the people who declared their inward rejoicings by gesture, words and countenance. There was such shooting of guns as was never heard before. Ah, I think I get it now. Although there were concerns about Elizabeth's legitimacy from some sectors, the majority of the people were just happy that she had the right surname. The Tudor dynasty and keeping some sort of stability mattered more than anything else. Being in London was also good, as that was the area of England with the greatest support for her religious beliefs. Finally, having the support of some key nobles and religious figures helped give the appearance to the masses that she was the rightful Queen of England. That's right. So questions of her legitimacy had been dealt with. But there were other problems to overcome. In the next episode, we will examine whether the people wanted a queen at all. Thanks for listening. See you in the next pod.
Her mind is free from female weaknesses and she is blessed with a masculine power for hard work. No memory is more retentive than hers. Hello and welcome back to AudioPie's series on the Elizabethans. In the last tutorial, we looked at some of the difficulties facing Elizabeth in inheriting the throne. In this one, we are going to discuss the role of gender in Elizabeth's succession to the throne. The introduction you just heard is what Elizabeth's favourite tutor, Roger Ascom, said of her as a student. We are going to analyse the impact Elizabeth's gender had on her role as monarch. Male primogeniture means that the firstborn son inherits all, and this rule governs nearly all property arrangements during the Tudor period.